while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News on the Go. With Monday's 830 on the Go, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include Minneapolis changing the plan for a homeless encampment, a group in northern Minnesota needs rescuing from an ice sheet, and a former governor wants to do more to protect Minnesota waters. But we begin with Minneapolis police releasing more information on the shooting death of a 43-year-old woman last night a few blocks west of Lake Harriet. The woman died at the scene inside an apartment complex at 42nd and Sheridan in the city's Linden Hills neighborhood shortly before 8.30. Police say it was a domestic situation between the woman and her male partner who also lived in the home. A motive is not yet known and there have been no arrests. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. We have new information this afternoon about an officer-involved fatal shooting in Marshall, Minnesota. Police say they were called to respond to a domestic disturbance on the 500 block of Brussels Court around 2.40 Sunday morning. One of the officers tried to subdue the man by tasering him, and then shots were fired. The man died at the scene, and the woman who was stabbed during the incident has died of her injuries. The investigation by the Minnesota BCA is ongoing. Taylor Rivera. News Talk 830 WCCO. Residents of a South Minneapolis encampment will stay put for now. The city of Minneapolis planned to close Camp Nittakasi tomorrow, but now officials say they're postponing the closure to work out a plan with social service providers. Camp organizer Kristen Crabtree joined camp residents last week in asking the city to delay the planned eviction. We know that when camps are evicted, that the people don't go any, they don't disappear that the people are still here in our community and we need to take care of each other and we need to make sure that we keep each other safe. Evictions lead to all kinds of harm to our community and just proliferate it and compound it. Camp leaders say they'll be willing to move if the city gives them a safe spot. The city hasn't set a new closure date. Al Shock, News Talk 830 WCCO. A precarious situation in northern Minnesota with 50 people stranded on a sheet of ice. The winds picked up and the ice shifted on Upper Red Lake, leaving a group of people left to their own devices. What basically happens is, is until that entire body of water solidifies into one big sheet of ice, it's like tectonic plates. They move around in the wind. Beltrami County Sheriff Jason Riggs says they were able to take only two at a time from the sheet of ice to the shore. Um, I think there were some folks that were a little bit nervous. We had, of course, people that wanted us to come back later and rescue them because they wanted to stay out and fish. Apparently the fishing must have been pretty good. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Local real estate experts are trying to address an ongoing shortage of homes for sale. November's sales numbers were pretty much flat, but president of Minneapolis area realtors Jerry Moskowitz says a recent drop in interest rates is spurring some action. I believe the interest rates right now are about where they were in May. So we've seen some very positive momentum, which really opens up things a little bit more. But Moskowitz says the frustrating reality is that buyers still don't have enough inventory to choose from. We're looking to builders and, and different things to try to create more housing because it has been an ongoing problem for many years now. He says the biggest opportunity for building more housing lies outside the core of the Twin Cities metro. And November's numbers indicate buyers are okay with that, given the largest sales gains were in places like Cologne, Princeton, North Oaks, and New Prague. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Need an Uber or Lyft from the airport? Passengers at MSP now have a smoother experience. Last week, the Metropolitan Airport Commission implemented a key rideshare change at Terminal 1, moving the pickup zone down one level, 
significantly reducing congestion. The new area in the ground transportation center, this is an area that used to be for taxis. The taxis have been relocated to the other side of the lobby area, has sort of a pull-through angled um, slotted areas for each vehicle and then a, a single drive-through lane. So it really improves the efficiency of the loading. Jeff Lee, spokesperson for Mac, says early feedback has been positive. The end result is that we have a larger area, it's more comfortable, it's out of the weather, and it's just more efficient for everybody. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. And I'm Mark Fry. As the weather turns colder, health officials are encouraging individuals to get vaccinated against respiratory viruses. Head up in healthcare public sec- public health director Susan Palchik says the records show a lower rate of flu shots than a year ago at this time. She tells Susie Jones on the WCCO's Healthy Matters that it's the same thing with COVID vaccines. COVID vaccination rates um, are not so great either, especially among older adults. And the, the interest that was um, when vaccine first came out has waned. People aren't uh, standing in line the same way they were to get their vaccines. Dr. Palchik says people may not be getting recommendations for flu shots from their primary doctors. She also says people may be concerned about those side effects. And ahead of a busy travel season, airport workers and DFL State Senator Aaron Murphy are calling for higher wages and affordable health care. The union that represents over 1,000 subcontracted airport workers gathered at MSP Airport ahead of a meeting of the Metropolitan Airports Commission, who has so far refused to negotiate with union workers. DFL State Senator Aaron Murphy says the airport could not function without its frontline staff. We don't have the benefit of travel without the people who staff our airports, the people who clean the planes, move us on wheelchairs if necessary, check our baggage, and more. She says she and her colleagues will get involved if negotiations fail. If this is not resolved at the bargaining table, we're going to take it up with the legislature. The union's current contract is set to expire in January. Taylor Rivera. News Talk 830-WCCO. A former Minnesota governor is sounding the alarm when it comes to the state's water supply. Former Governor Arnie Carlson is holding a forum this week where he will take aim at lawmakers who become, he says, controlled by special interests, particularly when it comes to the mining industry and the threat to the state's water supply. Since 2010, the Environment Committee has not heard a single bill that will reform mining or protect our water. That's incredible. He questioned why the state is doing business with Glencore, which owns Polymet, which is planning to build a mine right next to the BWCA. That company in May of 2022 was convicted of criminal conduct. The biggest offense was the bribery of public officials. He says in the end, it will be up to the public to demand changes that will ultimately, he says, create a government of the people and not of special interest. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Christmas in Cancun? You bet. And when it comes to holiday travel, Kyle Potter at Thrifty Traveler says people are finding exotic trips around the winter holidays more appealing in recent years. You know, the pandemic really reshaped how people think about travel and how much they care about travel. So the people that have, you know, that expendable income to spend on a big trip, they've got even more of it, and they've got even more willingness to to go somewhere and do things that they wouldn't have done before. Potter telling WCCO Radio's Vanita Sakar this morning that people now have a lot more flexibility to take extended trips. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, here's something you don't see often around here in December. Golfers hitting the green. 
CBS's Deborah Rodriguez has the details. The weather's been so mild in Minnesota, some golf courses have reopened. One owner outside Minneapolis says they plan to welcome putters through Sunday. The city's had just 1.8 inches of snow so far this season, and forecasters say December temperatures there are running more than 8 degrees above average. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Thanks for listening to 830 on the go. You can find each day's on the go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.